Welcome to the St. Michael Advent Podcast Series. My name is Mary Lesman, and I'll be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Advent is Prepare the Way. Join us as we ready ourselves for the coming of Christ again. In the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. A reading from the second letter of Peter, chapter 1, verses 12 to 21. Therefore, I intend to keep on reminding you of these things, though you know them already and are established in the truth that has come to you. I think it's right, as long as I am in this body, to refresh your memory, since I know that my death will come soon, as indeed our Lord Jesus Christ has made clear to me. And I will make every effort so that after my departure, you may be able at any time to recall these things. For we did not follow cleverly devised myths when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but we had been eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received honor and glory from God the Father when that voice was conveyed to him by the majestic glory, saying, This is my Son, my beloved, with whom I am well pleased. We ourselves heard this voice come from heaven while we were with him on the holy mountain. So we have the prophetic message more fully confirmed. You will do well to be attentive to this as to a lamp shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. First of all, you must understand this, that no prophecy of scripture is a matter of one's own interpretation because no prophecy ever came by human will, but men and women moved by the Holy Spirit spoke from God. Here ends the reading. Most of us have been in gatherings where someone is asked, where were you when such and such happened? For the rest of our lives, many of us will recall where we were and what we were doing on the morning of September 11th, 2001. Prior to that, a generation was defined by the assassinations in the 1960s of John F. Kennedy, Robert Kennedy, and Martin Luther King Jr. The Vietnam War, the Challenger explosion, and the mass school shooting at Columbine are these kinds of pivotal events in a life. For me, one of the most impactful events was the Oklahoma City bombing of the Alfred P. Murrah Federal Building. It was April of 1995. I had a two-year-old toddler and a two-month-old newborn. As I watched the coverage, shocked and dismayed that one of our own citizens would launch this kind of attack on the country, the announcer shared that a daycare was housed within the building. They then started showing pictures and announcing the names of the 19 children who had been killed. And looking at my two precious boys, I burst into tears. Russ came home to find me crying and just folded me in his arms to comfort me. We are also formed by the breathtaking and overwhelming events of our lives. Falling in love, the birth of our children, a significant encounter with God's awesome creation. We all have seminal experiences that anchor our lives, shape our values, and define our commitments. And we're sometimes frustrated in our attempts to communicate to others just why these events were so formative for us. This is the case for the writer of 2 Peter. He was an eyewitness to the transfiguration of Jesus, an experience that anchors his life 
and shapes his understanding of Christ's promise. He appears to believe that he might not be long for this world, and it's important to him to remind the community of the transfiguration so that it will be part of the community's memory as they continue the hard work of living a life of faith. Memory is an important part of our identity as the people of God. We tell the stories of God's encounter with His people over and over in our study of Scripture and in the three-year lectionary cycle in worship. We reenact the new covenant that Jesus instituted at the last meal He shared with His disciples before His death. The word anamnesis means to make present again. When we celebrate and partake of the Eucharist in worship, we are making present again the night Jesus gathered with his disciples and foretold the giving of his body and blood. If you page through our services for Holy Eucharist, you will find references to memory and remembrance throughout. The author of 2 Peter knows that Given the circumstances of our lives and the temptations of a world at odd with God's purposes, the life of faith requires memory. And this memory helps to ground us in hope. The hope of Christ promised to be with us now through the power of the Holy Spirit and to return to us one day in His glory. The great preacher William Sloan Coffin was known to ask, Who tells you who you are? Our behavior, our words and actions testify to our sense of self. They reveal messages that span from, I will never amount to much, to I am better than anyone else, and myriad messages in between. The author of Second Peter wants his readers to remember who they are and who they are called to be. And so he shares this formative story from his own experience. It's a story about knowing who he is, how he is blessed, and what he is called to do. An assurance that strengthens him as he struggles to persevere in the faith. May we who are grafted into these stories of God's encounter with his people own the transfiguration as our story as well. May we, when life is good, but especially when life is hard, and the road of faith seems too daunting, hear God's heavenly blessing for ourselves. This is my child, my beloved, with whom I am well pleased. Amen. Please join me now as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Almighty God, give us grace to cast away the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Now in the time of this mortal life in which your Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day, when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the living and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal through him who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, 
now and forever. Amen. Thank you.